you're tuning in to the High Performance Path podcast and I'm your host Alex. If you want to increase your productivity, enhance your mental performance, hack your sleep and build a bulletproof body, then you're in the right place. Get ready as we dive into interviews with performance coaches, business owners and health professionals to find out their daily routines, habits and movement practices. Alright, let's go. High Performance Path Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Lena Louisa. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Um, love your setup, by the way. It's really professional. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Cool. So, um, for the listeners, um, why don't you start with like a quick introduction to um, where you're from and what brought you here today, and then we'll get into a little bit about kind of what you do so let's start with that okay favorite question where am I from this is always a good question (laughs) so if you can't if you haven't picked up on it yet she doesn't have an Australian accent (laughs) oh so well I am German I was born and raised in Germany I lived there for 18 years and then I went on a big adventure when I was 18 and thought okay I want to go to Australia so moved over to Australia I had about $500 to my name and absolutely no idea and sort of yeah traveled around and you know you make some experiences and I did a bunch of jobs as well. Where did you first go to like when you first came to Australia? I went to Sydney yeah I went to Sydney and I worked in like a really shitty um, sandwich making shop like it was actually gross. What part of Sydney? (laughs) Darling Harbour oh no not what's what is it called um where the opera house is what do you call this? Um, Circular Key. That's the one. Yeah. Right there. And um, it was like $15 an hour and I thought it was like the best thing ever. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's how it all started. And um, I spent two months there and then ended up traveling and I was in country towns and I did farming and I did, I did a bunch of stuff. So, I basically lived in Australia for five years um, and I studied here as well. So, and then I moved to New Zealand about two years ago and now I'm back so back to Australia yeah um it's been a wild ride so I'd say in New Zealand people think I'm Australian and I always say thank you because I take it as a compliment really why do they <laughs> yeah. think that I don't know because of my accent apparently they, they yeah. think you're Australian yeah I don't I don't think it's okay I mean yeah it's very obvious I'm right. not but that's okay okay um and yeah so I would say I am German Loved Australia, loved New Zealand. I would consider myself a global citizen. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, sweet. And what brought me here? Well, we connected, which is really cool. Yes. Because I've been here the last two months now. In Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. So I obviously lived here, studied here, got back here two months ago. and. So how long yeah. ago were you in Newcastle? Mm-hmm. And then how long was your break? And then you've come back to Newcastle for two months or you've been here for two months yeah yeah how long ago were you here in newcastle two years yeah so two years ago you were here for yeah. how long three years <laughs> oh right yeah this is getting confusing yeah no this is this is why this is my favorite question so <laughs> but yeah um and now i'm back here and it's actually been so good because it's been a completely different experience coming back here after that time uh and i realized that i've connected with completely different people like for example connecting with you Mm. um it's been so good to just actually hang out with like-minded people and it's something that 
I've really developed over those two years while I was away. So that's been really cool. Yeah, cool. So what do you do at the moment? What do you currently do here in Newcastle? So I'm a visitor. Um, on a visitor visa, yeah. <laughs> but I, um, I'm building an online course, which is really exciting and really cool. And I'm doing online coachings. Yeah. So I'm a mindset coach, empowerment mindset. coach yeah, yeah. Cool. and all to do with beliefs, behaviors and patterns, um, how to break them and yeah, really getting into that brain science. That's, that's what I love. So yeah, awesome. yeah. what you do as well, which I think, um, is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right, cool. So, um, we'll get back to, we'll go back to your New Zealand trip a bit later. Sure. Um, before, so let's go to, let's talk about mindset a little bit. Um, actually let's, let's dive into the New Zealand. So, okay. um, I want to talk to you a little bit about mindset Sure. And dealing with adversity. Okay. When that happens. So yeah. I know I know something's happened recently. Mm-hmm. Recently like today. In yes. regards to New Zealand. So do you do you want to talk about that and yeah. tell the people listening a bit of like the start of that story? Mm. And then fill them in on what you've recently found out today? Yeah, sure. Um I think it's I believe in timing is always right. Like the universe has a timing that is always right. So it's funny that we are talking on this podcast now after all of this happened today. Like I actually think this had to happen this way, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, in a, in a really quick two-minute version, um, two months ago I traveled from Sydney. I went to see Tony Robbins actually in Sydney, which was really cool. Travel back to New Zealand and I was denied entry at the airport. So that was a pretty big emotional hit um well not just emotionally financially everything kind of you know that was pretty big because I was literally just told I have to pack my bags and leave the country um the next morning so the only reason I wasn't sent away from the airport as it was was because there was no flights out of Queenstown and you lived in New Zealand at this yeah. time yeah yeah so, so th- they wouldn't let you back in that's where you've right. been for two years two years yeah yeah so my whole life was there my friends my job um yeah, that was that was a really big thing for me, I guess. And it's still I'm still processing this, and it would still take a while. But yeah, for the last two months, I've come back here, which has been basically a really good safety net because I've lived here and I've got friends here, and that's been really good. Um, and today, I found out from so so basically, I lodged a complaint with. It immigration so that I can come back because it was their stuff up wasn't it yeah so that's why right. did they deny you entry it was so because I had a registered business I was doing speaking events and coachings from over there yeah and you know you think you're doing the right thing um you you registered yeah. through the proper process yes that's right to yeah. have a proper registered business that's over right. there in New Zealand that's right and, and they, they yeah. allowed it all and approved it all correct yes, yes. That's right. And they approved my visa and everything was fine. I was paying taxes. So, you know, I just, you know, you think you're doing everything right. <laughs> you think everything is going really well. And then basically the reason why they denied entry was because I did have that business. And on the visa that I did have, I was only allowed to work as a project manager at mm. the time. So there's lots of things to argue the point, I guess, because... Mm, I'm not one to find justice or anything like that, but it just if this kind of thing happens to you, I guess, yeah, I did want to find out, okay, 
that was kind of your mistake and how come this has happened to me? Because I don't want any anyone else to experience that. Yeah. Like, re- I really, so really what did they, so they were going to kick you out and what were you supposed to do? Find your own way somewhere from New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. So there was, there was absolutely nothing. Like there was, I didn't even have um, any, anything from that moment. I was literally just sent, like put on a plane and sent to Australia. So what, what were your yeah. options from in the, the New Zealand airport? What, were your, what was going through your head? Well, that's a really good question because if I think, if I reflect on it now, I was really in survival mode. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't really as in like, oh, this is the best option. This is not, I was really just focusing on, okay, what do I need to do? Who, who do I need to talk to? And how do I stay grounded? Like, how do I stay sane? <laughs> how do I not freak out? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that was, that was a pretty big, mo- like, well, the, the, those two days felt like a, a blur basically. Mm. And from there, I didn't know my options. I think that was the scary thing. I didn't know my options. There was no certainty about anything of where I can go, who I can call, what I can do basically from there. So I was put back on the plane here and the first thing I knew I had to do was call a friend to pick me up from the airport. From Sydney. From Sydney, yeah. that's right. And I was like, well, I'm not staying in Sydney. I'm coming up to Newcastle. And I called a friend and she took me in and I had a, a blow up mattress and, you know, slept on the floor and that, that was fine, you know, and I had just had my, my life with me, which is my 30 kilo suitcase. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you sent an email or you called, you sent an email mm. and was waiting for a reply on, That's right. um, why or their explanation to why you were denied and if they were going to reverse their decision. Yeah. That's and that right. was how long ago? Yeah, so that was two months ago. So, so you've been waiting yeah. for a reply since then. Yeah, yeah, I have. So two months ago, I um, sent a formal complaint and basically explained the situation. I said, you know, this is, I want to go home. This is my home. I love it there. I wasn't aware of any of this. I have proof, you know, I just did the whole, um, yeah, here are my facts. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Try to keep the emotion out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, so what's happened today? So today, after two months, I got an email reply. Oh my God, this day feels like so long already. But that was today, yes. And in the email, it basically just says that, thank you, but no thank you. So it it literally just says, okay, we acknowledge what you said. They didn't go into anything of the, the proof that I have. And they just said, we're not going to reinstate your visa. You may apply for a visa in the future. So I went literally five minutes after I got this email, I went online, applied for visitor visa because I thought, well, at least I want to go and say goodbye to my friends and pack my bags properly. <laughs> and that visa was refu- refused within an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I think that was just that final hit for me that it was, okay, this is, this is done. But also subconsciously, I was really holding on to not knowing. Mm. So for two months, being in that massive uncertainty, I think... I've been there. Yeah, just waiting, you know, it is it You is just want tough. an answer. You'd rather know either yes or no so you can move yes. on. Yeah, and this is, that's with so many situations in life. Mm. Yeah, what's, um, what's your situation? Um, that, that certain one. Yeah. Um, with like waiting for an answer. Yeah. Um, just 
when I was looking for work, I was just waiting for job, like people to get back to me about jobs so yeah. I could know if I could kind of start applying for other things or That's if right. I wanted to stay, you know, because like yeah. when you don't have like, you don't when you don't know what the next six months is looking like, mm. it's hard to plan what you're going to what you're going to be doing in the next six months. So yeah. just that not knowing, you'd rather just know an answer so you can get on and like move on and yeah. plan other things. I'm a, I'm very much a long-term planner and I like to have yeah. <laughs> long-term goals that I work towards. Yeah. Yeah. So just not knowing, mm. you know, it's not a good feeling. Yeah. That, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So, um, from that, from that decision, does that feel like a massive weight off your shoulders? Yeah, definitely. I guess over the last two months, I've learned so much about me. I know that's so cliche, but it is true. Mm. <laughs> and I've also learned to really embrace that uncertainty, to really just – because I'm very much like you. You know, I love planning things. My mind is a project management project mind, manager. I call it. That's yeah, that's mm. right. So it's always like – four weeks ahead, four months ahead, four years ahead. Mm. I had plans for the next five to 10 years. Yeah, that's crazy to even think about that. But yeah. I think the last couple of months really taught me even more to sit in that uncertainty and, um, and embrace it. Yeah. And yeah, it's been a really, really cool journey to being so present in that as well. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. Mm. Well, while we're on the topic of planning yeah. and <laughs> productivity um let's i want to ask you something um so i want to talk about to-do lists okay so i know we talked about this recently yeah and you had an interesting take on on having a to-do list now Mm -hmm. i know a lot of people have this same problem they have lists Mm. i'm a list person i have lists for everything i have heaps of lists yeah (laughs) and so my to-do list yeah is sometimes so massive, mm. it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. So I know you had a, an interesting take on um, swapping that around and actually yeah. turning a to-do list into a completed list. Yes. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. It's funny because that literally, I don't even know how that started because I was just sitting at the kitchen table. I think it was, was that last week? Um, I think it was last week. Yeah. And I felt the same way. I love lists. I love writing things down and I love crossing them off. Like that's... Well, yeah. there's a psychological thing that happens yeah. in, our, in our brain. I Once know. we cross something or tick something off, yeah. it starts a ball rolling and you you get yeah. a little dopamine hit when you complete something. Yeah. And it feels good and you want to do it again. That's right. So, the, yeah. yeah. So, no, good point. Really good so point. So I actually tried that. I've... I made a new list, mm-hmm. I, like I've got my to-do list, but then I made a completed list and that's what I focused on, Yeah, putting things on that list for that day mm. rather than just looking at a massive list and having that overwhelm and not knowing where to start. That's right. It's, I just found it a way, a way easier approach mm. to a to-do list if you've got too many things on it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that was it. I was literally, I was just sitting there and I was, I was just overwhelmed. I just had so many things to do. Uh, I knew that by putting them on my list, I wasn't able to finish all of them. So it was already unrealistic. And then you, so you get to the end of the day and you're yeah. like, oh, there's these things I didn't get done. You kind of yeah. don't feel satisfied. Like you've yeah. done everything that you wanted to get yeah. done. Yeah. So I basically just opened a blank page because 
again, neuroscience, you know, if you look at nothing, you have a lot of space to think of new things. Mm. So I just opened a blank page and I thought, you know what, what did I do already today? You know, I woke up at 5.30, I walked to the beach, I caught up with a friend, I did all these amazing things already that are worth writing on that list. Yeah, cool. And yeah, I started writing a completed list and I thought to myself, our brain knows what we have to do because we stare at our to-do list every single day. Like we're not going to forget. Mm. You know what's on your to-do list. We don't have to look at them all the time. So I actually just sat with myself and I asked myself, what do I feel like doing? And mostly we don't feel like doing the uncomfortable tasks ever. But my urge on writing, my urge for writing on that to-do list was so high that I just wanted to complete something to put it on the list, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, no, that's cool. So, and yeah, this is how it started. And I've been doing it since. So I think I've found a bit of a mixture. So um, like today, for example, when I have... Um, appointments as in, you know, recording podcasts or catching up with a friend at 12 o'clock. I actually write that down, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and I have it on my phone and I write it down. But I, More like a calendar. That's like right. Like you to-dos at certain times. Yeah, yeah, because it's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah. It's it's not, um, you know, I was really looking forward to the podcast today. So, I had it on my list all day. So, I could look at it and actually see it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm glad you're looking forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. So, I want to ask you about values. Okay, um, sure. And how to kind of align your core values with what you do day to day. Mm, so Big question. Yeah. So actually, well, the question I want to know is um, how have you kind of, one, found your own core values? Mm-hmm. And then two, how have you kind of aligned what you do every day around those values? Yeah, good question. As in question. like choosing like what career you do or what you mm. do in your spare time to mm. kind of do those values. Yeah. I actually, I did a whole 90-minute event on this. This is a really good topic. So yeah. I try and explain it in like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good that you mentioned, okay, how did you actually find out what core values are? Because some people that listen might actually don't know what values are to mm. start with. So if we think of what basically what's important to you in life if that makes sense and how did I find out mine well I went on google and I typed in core values and a bunch of things and words came up and you can literally do the same if you're sitting at home and you don't know what they are um, I've started learning about them at seminars and events and coaches and mentors but even my coach said to me just just go and google and just Google a bunch of them and then whatever speaks to you, you know, whatever you value in your life, like whatever is important, it's just a different word, like valuing, importance, Mm. same thing. You write that down. But then I did one other thing and that was to actually define the meaning behind those values. Let's use an example. Um, My highest core values are freedom, impact, and love and connection, right? There's a bunch of other ones, but for now, they're the ones I focus on the most yep. because at like the stage where I'm at in my business and life or whatever it is, they're the most important to me. But I also started to write down what they mean to me. So let's say freedom. Freedom to most people or most, you know, millennials, however you want to call us. I don't know. Are we millennials? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty I sure we're millennials. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I yeah, think I'm like yeah. on the border. Okay. I'm like... I think millennials are 1995. Is it five? Yeah. And I'm 93. Okay. Yeah. So there will be a bit of overlap. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, so w- what do we define freedom for us? Like how do we define freedom for us? So I started to realize that freedom for me, and I mean, I love traveling. It's great. But for me, freedom means so much more. Freedom in speech, freedom how I dress, freedom in who do I hang out with, if that makes sense. So that's, I think, if I can, yeah, if I can share anything with your listeners of, you know, what how they can define those core values is to actually sit down, write a bunch of them that you think are important to you and then write what they mean to you. So same with... if something's yeah. important to you, you should be able to write what, what, like why that is and what it means to you. Yeah, and if you don't, that's fine too. But you can actually just ask yourself those questions. You know, the better you get at asking yourself those questions, the more you'll start to learn about yourself and the more you will start to get to know who you are as well. Yeah, that's a whole different topic. But <laughs> Yeah, cool. So, one, yeah. so once someone does, once you do find what your core values are mm-hmm. and then you look at what you do every day like your, your career, mm-hmm. does that kind of what you do to earn a living, does that align with your core values? If it yeah. doesn't, then maybe it's time to do something else. 100%, yeah. Or maybe it's time to do things in your free time that kind of align with those if yeah. it's not possible to change yeah. careers. 100%. That's a good point because if I use the example of project management, right, very high impact as in constructing something, you know, impacting a community or building even a house for someone, you know, like that's, to me, that was a massive impact and I saw a lot of purpose in doing that. Now, what else? Well, freedom, not at all because when you're a project manager and you manage a bunch of millions, you don't have a lot of freedom. freedom. You're actually pretty limited. That's right. Um, Love and connection, not so much. So the values that I that were met in the project management were were really contribution, growth, and impact. And at that time, I really valued those things. But I realized that oh, okay, hang on, my actual core values move further to you know having an impact, but impacting others positively in their lives right and that's a different kind of impact than building a house for someone if that makes sense um yeah so i re-evaluated um wow this word has a lot of different options on how to say it but yeah i've re-evaluated and i thought to myself cool how can i meet my core values of love and connection freedom and impact and to be honest speaking events was the first thing that i thought of because I love the one-on-one coachings. I love the people that I work with on one-on-one because I feel like they are, you know, making a lot of progress by doing that. But a high impact is talking to more than one person at a time. So I started talking to, you know, 20, 30, 40 people at a time. Yeah. And what else came with that is that I attracted like-minded people to catch up and meet with each other. Yeah, cool. And I love that so much. And then my second highest value, which is love and connection, was met by doing that. And yeah. the freedom of just doing it wherever I want and the freedom of speech, yeah. especially, you know, just talking. I love doing it. So, <laughs> it just, yeah. Yeah, I want to actually ask about yeah. that, how you started yeah. um, those speaking events. Where was yeah. your first event you started and um, cool. and how did it go? Okay, so my first event was in Queenstown. Yeah. And... I literally, because of that reason, I didn't know anyone when I first moved there. And if I'm completely honest with you, it was really lonely, you know, moving countries and I've done it many times, but whenever you 
go somewhere, you have a lot of people that are around you, but it's really easy to feel lonely. Mm. Although there's lots of people around you. Especially in society. Yes. Yes. The way it is today. That's right. And I thought to myself, okay, I need to do something else and I need to connect with people on a different level. And I was looking for those kind of seminars and events and self-development because I love doing it, but I couldn't find anything. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to do my own, (laughs) literally. Wow, that is so cool. (laughs) So um, I did and it started with um, a Facebook event. I literally just created a Facebook event and I called it, what are you doing with your life? Because I've been asking myself that question for the last, you know, five years and I figured out a way on how to do that, which is what we just talked about, you know, aligning who who you are with your values and what you do. So literally, I just called it, what are you doing with your life? I had, uh, I think it was 28 people turn up, which was I That's think, a really good turnout. Yeah, it was amazing. And I advertised it on Facebook. That's the first time I ever did this for $10, like yeah. literally. So it was really cool. And I was freaking out. Like I was really freaking out before it started. And then I just had to do it. And it was it was so much fun. And then I did another five after that in Queenstown. Yeah, yeah wow. That's amazing. Yeah, and I, because I, I thought to myself, okay, I want to just try different content. So the first one was really on like setting goals and values and all this kind of stuff. And then it turned into, um, the, I did a self-love mastery class. I did one on how to gain and maintain motivation. I did one on overcoming challenges. And I just wanted to know too, what do people like to listen to? But also what do I like talking about? Yeah. So I just did a bunch of different different things and different content and yeah, so it was a really cool experience. That's yeah. that's really awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, yeah, cool. I want to kind of change topics now for a bit. I want to swap more to um, um, daily rituals. Sure. So do you have any daily rituals that you do every day to kind of keep you on track with your goals? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I believe in habits because habits are really what make us you know, the, the things we do on a daily basis, they really are the difference between if we're happy or unhappy, successful or unsuccessful. It's really, it's not those massive things like, oh my God, I need to write a book kind of thing. It's okay. I need to write <coughs> one page every day and then I have a book after a year kind of thing. Mm. Have that you makes read, sense? sorry to interrupt, but no, have right. you read um, Atomic Habits yes. by James Clear? Yeah. Yeah. Love that's, it. I'm reading that at the moment. It's a good book. I've already read yeah. it. I'm reading it for a second time. Yes. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a good book. Yeah, I learned a lot from him. He's got an amazing newsletter as well. Yes, I yeah. have read a few of those as well, actually. Nice. Yeah, so I totally believe in what he writes and what he says. And that's the first time I started thinking about creating better habits for myself. Um, I get up at 5.30 every morning. Yeah. I love it because I can go and watch the sunrise. Well, I'm really, really fortunate now because I live by the beach. Yeah, how good's that? Yeah, oh my God, I just, I'm so... Yeah, I know every grateful. morning I see on your story you're at <laughs> yeah. ba- you're at Bar Beach or Merriweather. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so jealous. Hey? I love the sunrise. Yeah, but I'm always at work. Yeah, at oh, around that time. Yeah, well you can see it through my stories. <laughs> well, I, I can go see a sunset whenever. So that's right. You know. That's right. So I'm enjoying this until because I don't have much time left here. So I have to literally do it every day. Um, yeah. And so I, I do that and it's really, it's not that hard once you get into it, like once you, once you actually create that habit and I have a bunch of other ones. So yeah, I get up at 5.30 and that, that's So what's, follow, what's yeah. your morning kind of, so that's your habit, getting up yeah. and watching sunrise every morning? Yeah. What, what else is in your routine? 
So in, with in that, yeah, with that comes, I mean, I get up really early and it's those really, really little things where you don't even think about. So I always have a big glass of water with my supplements, right? That's, the, and I know it sounds really silly, but it's also an anchor yeah. because I do that every morning. Um, same with, um, I go and meditate. So that can be either five, 10 minutes. It really depends on how I feel. And that's the whole point of meditation. I just check in with myself. Mm. I'm like, cool, how do I feel today? Yeah, <laughs> you know, cool. what's going on in Lena's life? Yeah. <laughs> and so I do that. I'm, that's different every morning. So sometimes that's at the beach. Sometimes that's at home or when I get home. But I do that every day. Sometimes I break it up as well. That's a good point about habits too, actually. If, let's say you want to do 20-minute meditation every day. Why not do 10 and 10? Actually breaking it up to not have you know, again, a massive task that you have to do, yeah. but you kind of, you're, yeah, you're blessed to do that. I know that sounds funny, but you get to do it. You get it's to do it. Task. Exactly. You don't have to do it. You get to do it. Yeah, that's right. And so I do a lot of journaling as yep. well. Um, and that's really, I, I was talking about that earlier, about asking myself good quality questions. So, you know, how do I feel today? What am I grateful for today? Um, what am I challenged with? What do I need to let go of? Um, good question, a bit of a deeper one. Who do I need to forgive? You know, those, oh, yeah. yeah, those kind of questions. Um, and I just, you know, just write whatever comes out. Do you use like a, yeah. just a blank bit of paper to journal or do you use a certain, like a, a book that's kind of pre-made with questions and lines? No. Because I know there's a, a lot of those around and some are, some are pretty good. Yeah. No, I just um, freestyle it. Just <laughs> yeah. bit of paper? Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. Um, and just whatever comes whatever comes up. So yeah. I think, yeah, I do I am statements. Have you heard of I am statements? I haven't. What are, what are they? Yeah. So I am statements really actually changed my life. It's such a little thing but every day I write five things like five times I am and then good things about myself oh, yeah yeah so or things that I want to be on that day and it's it's really interesting because that just automatically checks in with myself you know some days I write awesome things on there um and when I first started I didn't know anything I was like I don't I don't know I, I really I was struggling so much and I realized that, oh, maybe that is something I should work on. You know, if I can't find five good things about myself, okay, it's time to amp that up, you know, and it's changed everything because even on a day where I don't feel good or I feel a bit shitty, which we all do at days, I can just go back in my journal and I, I can see what I wrote the day before and before and before. So yeah, five am statements every day and you know, it can be anything like I am a good listener, I am positive, I'm motivated, I'm beautiful, like or whatever is good about you. And I think a lot of people don't realize how much is actually good about them. And then you've got your, your deeper ones as in I am good enough, I am worthy, I am deserving. And the more you actually write them, the more it becomes your reality. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So I do them every single day. Um, and it's, it's really changed the whole relationship I have with myself too. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Mm. Um, do you have any book recommendations? I know we just talked about a book mm -hmm. by James Clear, Atomic yeah. Habits. Do you yeah. have any other ones? Yeah, so the that, or what have you yeah. read that's kind of what have you read recently that's that's good? It could be anything, any topic. Well, if I recommend a book, I'm going to recommend The Alchemist. Yeah. By Paolo Coelho. It might not be the number one self development book that people 
would would expect <laughs> but so it, it is a self-development book yeah but it's more it's a bit of a spiritual book it's oh, actually yeah. yeah it's a story um have you read it no i haven't i've heard of it yeah it. yeah and that's really i i love that book and you have to read it yourself to yeah, cool. to know what it's about but i can recommend it to anyone and it's really about finding your own path but written in a story from someone else okay and the way how he goes through this journey you know of hardships and and wins and losses and yeah. which is what we all do yeah but yeah the, and i'm not gonna tell you what the ending is but nah. it is really cool yes. yeah so i can recommend it it was the alchemist <laughs> the alchemist yeah. and who's it by paulo coelho i hope i you know I'm, how to spell it yeah p-a-u-l-o pa- no, pr- no pressure with the last pa- name. yeah <laughs> Paolo, yeah. so Paolo, yeah. Coelho is C-O-E-H-L-O, I think. Cool. I'm yeah. sure people can Google it and find so. it oh, if they, if, if they yeah. want to. If they Google the alchemist, and please don't hold me accountable, I'm not English speaking, so if that's spelled wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure people will find it if they want to. They will. They will 100%, yeah. Cool. All right, well, let's yeah. move on to my final three questions, Ooh. which I have sent you. In advance. So did you get a chance to read over and have a think of these? Yeah, I might change them, but we'll see what comes we'll out. We'll see. All right, so <laughs> the first question. Yeah. Um, what piece of wisdom would you give yourself if you could travel back in time 10 years? So mm. 10 years ago, yeah. where were you? Oh, 10 years ago, I was a very different person, I guess. So 2009. Yeah. Well, I was 15. So I was a I was a baby. I was still a baby. <laughs> so I think, um, you know, the first thing when I read that question that came to mind is here, not there, slow, not fast. Here, not there, slow, slow not, not fast. fast. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What does that what does that kind of mean? Yeah. Good question. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? So to I me, I guess it could mean a few things. Exactly, and it means something else to everyone but I read this a while ago um, on a card I think I think I read it on a card and it just means to me that here is all we have so here not there as in here here and now and I used to always think of what's next what's next what's next project manager brain do you think 15 year old self would understand that well (laughs) if, if I knew that then I think I would have done a lot of things differently yeah 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 no cool 100%. 100%. So, here, not there, slow, not fast. Because that's the other thing. I'd, I'd want to do everything fast. And yeah. I was not patient with anything. I was, I, was really, I was really anxious. I was like an anxious child, if that makes sense. And I was always worried about yeah. something. Yeah. So, I think I would have told myself that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, next one. So, cool. if you could put a billboard with whatever on it you wanted, mm-hmm. anywhere in the world... What would it say or show and where would you place it? So it can yeah. it can show anything. It can have a, a picture or it can have words. Okay. Well, the first thing that came to mind was I would write, you are enough. <laughs> and I put it next to the Hollywood sign. Next to the Hollywood sign. Yeah. So a lot of people see it. Yeah. Just that. Just black writing with a full stop. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> um, and the third question, um, if you could give one habit to someone to practice for 30 days, what would it be? I am statements. I am. Yeah. 
So that writing five IMs. Yeah, every ev- single day. Every day. Yeah. Morning or night or at morning. some point. I like the mornings because it gets you in the right mindset for your day. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, just things that are good about yourself. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Mm. Yeah, sweet. All right, we've got to wrap things up. But um, um, if people want to find out more about you, what social media are you most active on or websites? Yeah, so I use Instagram a lot. Uh, I like pictures and because I talk a lot and I do videos and things like that, I love Instagram. Yeah, cool. What's your Instagram? It's Lena Louisa Coaching. So L-E-N-A-L-U-I-S-A Coaching. Yeah. Or one word, lowercase. And so that's pretty easy to find. Um, but I also use Facebook and I have a Facebook group actually. If, yeah, if people are interested in any kind of free videos, I post a bunch of stuff in there and I also record some training videos as in, you know, people can ask me questions before the video comes out on a Sunday. Actually, I do them live, so I'm not, I don't pre-record them. And I just do a little life coaching, which is between 15 and 15 minutes and half an hour and people can just watch that for free in the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah cool. So yeah. you post that in the group. Yeah. Every every week. Every Sunday. Yeah, every Sunday. What's that group yeah. called? It's called It's Time to Glow Up. So as in I'm out teaching the old ways of how we're supposed to grow up and I'm switching it into we should glow up. <laughs> oh, cool. So yeah, if you type in the Facebook search, It's Time to Glow Up, you'll find it and you can request to join. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, and I know you've got a a six-week course coming out. Now, by I the do. time this airs, this podcast, um, that course would have started. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you – What's what have you got planned on the horizon? Have you got another course coming up or anything like that? Or have you got an email list? I think you have an email list. Yeah, I do have an email list. So if people want to join my email list, um, the best is probably to DM me on Instagram and just – you know, let me know. Hey, I want to join your email list. At the moment, the link in my bio on Instagram is that goes straight. They go straight to my course, uh, which starts on Sunday, and I'm super super excited because it'll be literally a six week journey. I'm taking people on this big transformation, which is really cool. Um, and then yeah, they can find it in my bio later on. And what was the other question you asked? Um, I think that was it. Email that list. Was it? Email list. Um, yeah. Yeah, the course. Oh, and what else have I got coming up? So, um, yeah, so I run the six week course, which will go well into 2020. I'm not sure if I run that one again. Um, it's called It's Time to Glow Up. Um, same as the Facebook group, actually. But I will open mentorship in 2020 as well. So that's more the one on one where cool. I help, you know, other people either either to start a business or to start working remotely and mentor them through how I did that. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Exciting stuff coming Thank up. Thank you. Well, that's about all we have time for. So we've got to wrap this yeah. up. Thank cool. you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for being an awesome host. <laughs> all right, guys. If you enjoyed this, please take a screenshot and share it. I'd love to see who's listening. And also, please subscribe and give a rating on iTunes. Sending positive vibes to everyone out there. Thanks heaps for listening.